Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening. Live from New York, the CC Radio Network is proud to bring you tonight's show, The Rebellious Rev and the Doc, where we talk about religion like you've never heard before. There's no evangelists here. Just talk about religion with a twist. So let's get started and have some fun. Welcome our hosts for tonight, the Rebellious Rev and the Doc. There is no heaven. There is no hell. There is only this world and its dark reflection. And we do not know in which of the two worlds we are. Anytime, anywhere, we can all pray. Good evening, Amen. ladies and gentlemen. Amen. Amen. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Hallelujah. Welcome, welcome to the show, The Rebellious Rev and the Doc. I'm the Rebellious Rev. And, and I'm the Doc. Or so they say. Yeah, well, you're somehow, you want to have a Doc. Golly, uh, ladies and gentlemen, tonight's show, we're going to just... Have some fun with the audience if anybody wants to call in. Our phone number is 646-595-3275. Our chat rooms are open. The rebellious Rev hasn't heard confession in many a day. Many so, years. Well, many so days. if any of you would like to confess uh, over the airwaves, um, you're more than welcome to. It will be anonymous. Nobody That's true. No one knows who you are. 50% off every sin. <laughs> 50% off of the Hail Marys. That's right. You get to say one and a half Hail Marys in place of three. You anyway. just cut it in half. 
But, you know, uh, first of all, we want to wish you all a very happy and healthy New Year. The holidays are all over. Holidays are behind us. Holidays behind us. Christmas, and I believe Uh, Kwanzaa ended yesterday. Yes, it did. They ran out of candles. So that's it. All the... uh, The thrift store ran out of candles. So we're done with Hanukkah, the festival life, and Kwanzaa, the festival life. And uh, we have... uh, little sad news to report. Uh, most of you in the uh, New York area have already heard that uh, former Governor Mario Cuomo has passed away on uh, New Year's Day from heart failure. Uh, we extend our condolences to the Cuomo family, the governor, uh, his brother Chris, his, I believe, three sisters, um, and I think his mom is still alive, so uh, you know, not exactly a, a nice way to begin a new year. But you know, God, in His infinite wisdom, makes these decisions. And uh, we Jewish people would say on Yom Kippur, when that final shofar is uh, blown, He closes the book of life for another year. And decides who will make it through and who will not. He was 82 years old. Which, by today's standards, is not considered old. Well, still old, just not that old. And he's also, uh, well, actually, he's, he died about two hours after his uh, son was inaugurated for the sec- for second the term. The second term, yes. So they say that he just wanted to live to... Hear it and see it. We see a lot of times people wait for momentous occasions before they give way. I think I gave up on life a long time ago. I mean, after all, look at what I'm doing on a Friday night. I think what you were doing before you were doing this on a Friday night. That's true. You've given me something to look forward to. Scary, isn't it? It is. It is. Is this what life comes down to? I don't know. Come on, folks. Let's uh, hear some confession. Uh, I know there are at least one or two of you out there who uh, would like to call up. Uh, Yeah, get it off your chest. You know, it is anonymous. We don't know who you are. We don't really care who you are. Well, don't say that. That's not exactly a way to win over hearts and minds. We do well, care who they are. Um, we don't, I mean, you know, we don't want to, when they confess, we don't want to know who we are. I'll put it that way. Well, it depends what they're confessing. If they're confessing something really good, we might want to know who they are. Who knows? Uh, well, I, I can tell you, my New Year's Eve was totally... Boring. I did nothing. I had, uh, we bought some lobsters. We had lobsters, and uh, that's about it. My wife went to sleep. I stayed up till about 12.05. Got one phone call and I think one uh, text, and I went to sleep also. What did you do, Doc? Oh, we went over. It's a standard tradition. We went over to uh, some friends, uh, Unfortunately, uh, the wife has MS, and uh, we also bring in some lobsters or some fish, have some hors d'oeuvres, 
drink a little wine first, then some champagne, watch the ball fall down, check out some of the music on TV, and we're usually home by about 12.30, you know. And uh, I went home to watch a little bit of the Honeymooners Marathon and the Twilight Zone Marathon. And for me, that was like heaven. So how long did you stay up? It's not a matter of how long I stayed up. I usually go to bed somewhere around 2.30. But I toss and turn for a few hours. That's the lousy thing. So uh, yeah, that's, not good. that's not good at all. All right, you know, uh, this, is, this is a religious show. We're going to do a little bit of uh, religious music. Do we have to? Yeah, why not? It's too, it's too soon in the show to do that. We haven't even had a chance to finish at least one cup of coffee. Well, you, you're on your second. I'm on already. my second, yes, that's very true. And you didn't make mine, so we've got to put... Well, you have... No, you have uh, well, yeah, you do. Okay, well, put a song on and I'll uh, make some coffee for you. Okay, this is uh, some music from the Hillsong uh, Church. Hills, yeah, Hillsong Church. All right, so I hope you... Oh, I it. remember them. Yes, yeah. we had a show on them. Yeah. yeah.
I just want to tell, ladies and gentlemen, that if you uh, do decide you want to call during the music, we will definitely uh, pause it or stop this and take your call. So don't hesitate just because you hear the music on. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I hope well, you enjoyed that. But that song would never end. Well, let me ask you, well, have you sinned lately? Is there anything you want to confess to me? Well, I, I, I would like to say that uh, I once heard somebody say that New Year's resolutions are like a to-do list for the first week in January. You know, in other words, most people, their New Year's resolution lasts as much as a week, and then that's about it. I don't make you know. new, res- new Year resolutions because I know I'm not going to keep them. Well, if you had a little bit more discipline in your life, you might. Who That's knows? True, but, you know, the only thing I would want to do if I had to make a resolution was take care of myself a little better health-wise. Must Look at it this way, Felix. Nobody lives forever. Yeah, but I'd like to live a little longer than some other people. Well, you know, you can have fun and at the same time, you know. It's a, it's a tough battle when you're uh, overweight. And... Tell me about it. 
At least you still have your hair. That's true. I have my hair. Well, you still, well, you have facial hair. Well, so do you, sort yeah. of. You know. What do you mean, sort of? Well, you have a a goatee. Yeah. You know, it's all a little bit of a facial hair, you yeah. know. That's true. And, uh, I mean, I will say that I have not sinned since I have been ordained. Unless you want to call cursing, yelling, and screaming as a, as a sin. Well, have you cursed and sinned? I mean, uh, uh, I've cursed. Yeah. Oh, so. But I have not. In my heart, I don't think I've sinned. I don't think cursing is such a, really a sin. I haven't really... Well, ever. look at it this way. If people don't consider what they do sinning, is it a sin? In good conscience, if they do something that most people would say is probably a sin, but they don't look at it as a sin, is that considered a sin? Oh, good question. Well, you're the rebellious, Rev. Be rebellious. Depends what it is. If it's an obvious sin, like you're killing somebody. Well, I think that goes without saying. You know, murder uh, murder is murder. Taking a life should never take a life. Uh, it depends what it is. Obviously, if they if they feel that uh, in their religion they're allowed to have three wives, then that's the way it is. Well, you know the you know you talk about three wives. You know it's very interesting. If you go back to the Old Testament, um, and even around the time of Jesus, although I can't speak for the disciples and apostles, but Abraham had Sarah, but he also had Hagar, her handmaiden, okay? Um, Solomon had quite a few wives and a thousand concubines. Concubine? What's a concubine? A live-in prostitute, sort of, you know. I don't know where these guys found the time for all these people. I mean, if you want to know the truth. But yeah. it's like watching that program on TV, you know, Sister Wives. They all live in Utah, okay? There are about three or four of them. They share the same husband. Uh, they live together so very communally. I don't know how the heck he can support all those children, you know. I don't know. But I mean, all right, polygamy now, I'm stuck. Polygamy now has been outlawed. But, you know, if you go back to the Bible, like I said, to ancient times, uh, very common for a man to have three or four wives. You know? You know, I don't consider it for a man, you know, for uh, get married. You know, it's... But we're not really addressing that now. You know, we're addressing, uh, you know, multiple partners. I'm just saying different things. I'm just multiple partners. I'm just saying things that I, I wouldn't, some people would consider them as, uh, being, as being sinners when they do that. 
Well, according to, I believe, this country, you can only be married to your first wife. Um, the others, the other children from other wives are considered children out of wedlock, really. Um, I don't know. Common law wives? I don't know. No, they they did away with the common law, uh, uh, you know, that, that, or at least it's been phased out because so many people live together nowadays for many, many years without marrying. So, uh, you know, I mean, people live together for 25 years without ever marrying. Look at uh, Gene Simmons from KISS. He and, um, I forgot her name. The, uh, I don't know. You know, but anyway, they've been living together for well over 25 years. They just never got married. So it's not, that's not common law? Well, it's, they consider each other husband and wife. I assume. I mean, I don't know when you said common law is not being the term is not being used anymore. I don't know. Well, the term isn't really being used. They just call it long-term relationship. But I mean, you know, do you really need a man or woman of the cloth to say to a couple, "Okay, now you're married"? I mean, you know, well, if you have a civilian wedding. Well, if they Civil let's say two wedding. two people can go into church and stand in front of uh, at the altar and say, uh, you know. We we vow to love each other until we die, blah, blah, blah. I mean, you know, that's like being married. But it's not recognized as a civil. They just need your signature. No one needs a civil uh, license. It's, uh, you know, to, to be married, it's, just, it's religious, but it's uh, you need to be married by, you know, you need to get a license from the city clerk. And, uh, All they want is your money. And I don't. I guess they do. They still take blood tests. Uh, yeah. As far as I know, especially um, you know, back in the early '80s with the scare of uh, AIDS and uh, you know HIV. Well, it's uh, you know, it's even if it's not, you can go have. Go and get married by a judge or captain of a ship. It doesn't have to be a religious wedding at all. And it's you know, I wonder if you're on uh, if you're on a garbage barge and the captain is there. Can the captain marry a couple of a barge? You know, I don't know. As long as they have a license. I don't know. I don't either. Come on, folks. We're uh, well, we're getting bored here. I'm yeah, we're, I mean, you could tell from these questions here. Yeah, we're struggling about, you know, things to talk about here. We may pick the wrong topic. I'm not sure. Well, I mean, you know, some people are hungover out there. Some people might first be waking up after New Year's Eve. They probably didn't go to bed until about 8 o'clock this morning. You know, they've slept the entire day away. Yeah, but that's New Year's Day. Now, this is the second day of uh, January. It should be bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, ready to roll. And, 
We're not rolling, I'll tell you that. No, uh, we've, uh, my God, we haven't even been on for 30 minutes. I know. And I'm ready, I'm ready to call it quits. We don't usually do it for at least 50 minutes before we're ready to quit. You know what? If If anybody's planning to call up, do it within the next 10 or 15 minutes, please. Also, if you've, uh, if you send, call. But I'm gonna we're gonna I'm gonna go ahead and talk about some other stuff. Meanwhile, we oh. both we Mark and I, the, the Doc and I, lead lead such boring lives. We really have nothing to confess. Yeah, we. So, you know, as as I once said to one of the younger teachers uh, in my school, um, <laughs> I used to tell him I I live my youth vicariously through his stories about what he used to do when he was. You know, a teenager or 20, 21, you know, and going to college. I mean, I never did half the stuff that he did. You know, the only thing I do is I live through my dreams. I have good dreams. Boy, if my dreams were, my life was half as good as my dreams were, I'd be doing very nice. I have a very exciting life. Anyway, so. uh, Yeah, call us up and tell us about your dreams, ladies and gentlemen. Come on. But, uh, you know, six four six five nine five three two seven five. Let's put you on the air. Well, what I'd like to talk a little bit about, and there's a lot of news going on. This is a this is not a this is a religious show, but we're allowed to talk about news. We're allowed to talk about anything we want. It's our um, show. It's our show, and you're the doc, and I'm the rev. So we do whatever we want. Uh, anybody heard of any? Well, Cuomo, as we said, passed away. There was somebody else that passed away last couple of days. If anybody remembers who it was, I don't remember. Uh, Donna Douglas passed away today. The one from the Beverly Hillbillies. Oh, yeah? Yeah. 81. She was that old? That's what I said. She was that old, 81. Mm. Well, I don't have the music of the Hillbillies, Beverly Hills Billies, but uh, what do I have from, from that era? What do we have from that era that I didn't erase yet? What do we uh, come up? Did I save the few songs? You know what our show reminds me of? You ever watch public access on television, cable? You know, people rent time, yeah, and right. they just ramble on and talk about anything. Sometimes it's a religious show. Sometimes it's basically a show about nothing. It reminds me so much of this show, you know, our shows. Yeah, I know. You know? Tell me about it. Ah! Ah! Oh, God. What happened? Ah! 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 Nobody calls. I could have this question. I think he's having a brisk and the moral mist, you know. And he was also somebody 40. pulled a Lorena Bobbin out of him, you know. He was also thirty-nine when it happened.
Talk about crazy news.
but us plays that kind of music. Well, we have to tell the people, where else could you get that kind of music? That's right. Oh, come on. You know, we're like Sirius XM Radio. You know, uh, our generation of music has long since uh, stopped being played on commercial radio. So you turn to satellite radio. Well, here we are. Uh, these shows, you can't, you, you can't get anyone talking about these shows unless they're on, yes. you know, cable. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we are, for your listening pressure, also on iHeart. That's true. And we are... iTunes. iTunes, on TuneIn, on YouTube. SoundCloud. There are so many different places that you could find us by accident because we know that you wouldn't be looking for us in yeah. any one of those places. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but plenty of people do find us. You know, our iHeart audience seems to be increasing. And we'll see I, must, I must say, I, I have to give the Rebellious Rev complete credit for that. The man... He was a one-man letter-writing campaigner. Went on for months, over a year. Most people get approved within one or two months. The rebellious Rev, every time they saw his name, they just stamped it rejected. Return to sender. Return to sender. That's address right. Address unknown. I think they did lose our address. But finally, oh. as they say in the... Uh, I, I know it in, enough. As they say in Yiddish, they had Rachmanis on us. They had pity on the rebellious Rev, and they said, eh, should we throw this guy a bone? And I got a very important phone call disrupting my whole day one week. Well, what do I do? <laughs> and, uh, Who called you? Who called you? You. Oh, I called you. The rebellious Rev said, I hope you're sitting down. And I said, okay. And he said, we were approved by iHeart. And I said, I who? iHeart. So we're there. We should actually put a little iHeart logo like the uh, other guy does. That's true. We made the big time. Uh, yeah. It's like when you graduate high school and you were a member of the National Honor Society. They give you those ribbons to wear, you know, that uh, the brocade, the gold brocade or whatever, showing that you were special. And you could also we also have you could also get us on your mobile phones, on your Androids. Hey, listen, and if you Apple. happen if they happen to be in the Oceanside neighborhood, come on down. Come on down. You can uh, you can be part of our live audience. Yeah, you can stand outside the uh, house and just and as long as you don't pass the gate, it's there to block the audience. We have a it's peanut like, gallery, don't we? It's like ABC, on NBC, when they have that. Uh, they have the uh, wooden horses, yeah. yeah. That's what we have. I bet you didn't see us. We were even down there on New Year's Eve. We had our roving reporter. The reporter was so roving, we don't even know who the heck it was. Yeah, we don't know what happened to him. He roved off. I think so. We're also, uh, for anybody who would like to be a roving reporter, we have a special app. That you can book, that you can tape it on and uh, submit it to us. Submit it to us. If you have a story you want to tell us about, 
you can come on live or send us a tape of it and we'll play it if it meets our standards. We have standards? Very low standards. Very low. Well, we so all, you're assured of getting anything you want on the air. Let's put it that way. Plus, anybody wants to get on here and just advertise what they do. They want not excuse me, not advertise. Discuss your, if they want to promote something that they are doing, just like they do it on the NBC or ABC, on the Johnny Carson show. Johnny Carson's not doing used much to of be anything. Johnny Carson, Carson show. When he always had the comedians in the end, and if he let them sit down next to him, they were a hit. Well, that's if they were good, you know. Yeah. Or uh, Jay Leno used to do, and now it's, uh, who's that guy now? Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon and David Letterman. Soon to be uh, Stephen Colbert. Stephen Colbert and uh, the guy on ABC. Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, Jimmy Kimmel, that's correct. Uh, promote your thing. Well, if I had my druthers, I'd rather appear on The Daily Show with Jon Stewart. Really? What is he on? 11 o'clock on the Comedy Comedy Network, Comedy Central. He has good guests? Yes. Hey, the president has been on a few times. President Clinton's been on a few times. Hillary's been on. Uh, Elizabeth Warren's been on. Uh, Bill O'Reilly has been on many times. Uh, They have a little thing going between the two of them, you know, Jonathan Stewart and Bill O'Reilly, you know. uh, And Bill O'Reilly likes to talk about his books, you know, Killing Lincoln, Killing Jesus. Yeah, he loves to talk about that. Those books, they all do very well and making them plenty of money. Well, I, no, no, I give them a lot of credit. All the proceeds from those books go to charity. That's right, but they're still making a lot of money. I mean, he's he's making multi-millions from Fox News. He really doesn't need the uh, revenue from his books. And it is a good tax write-off. And his books are bestsellers, so... Keeps him instead with the Catholic Church, you know... You know, a while back we said that the Catholic Church should uh, sell off some of their artwork and different things to help the poor. And somebody else was talking about it, saying that they've got so much artwork. They've got, you know, paintings of Da Vinci. I mean, they have have stuff that's quarreled away that we don't even know. Yeah. You know, they wouldn't even have to touch anything that's on display. They can just go into their archives and see what they have, you know, collecting dust, literally. Yeah. And tell me why they need everything. If it's religious artifacts, yes, I can see them keeping. But just to have paintings and gold and different things of value, they're a very, very rich church. And I think they should uh, uh, do what they preach. I mean, rumor has it they have a statue of the rebellious Rev. In gold. Like David with just a fig leaf. You know, that I'm sure some of our uh, viewing audience would want to see. Well, just for the weight of the gold, it's worth something. I didn't know your balls were that heavy. 
Absolutely. <laughs> the uh, the problem is, like I said, they have plenty of money, but they don't like to. Uh, Felix does not like to brag. You know, they don't, they don't like to do anything with it. Uh, that's why I I am the rebellious rev because I do not <coughs> partake in these religions where money going to them is the most important thing. I mean, if Jesus was alive today and he was walking through the Vatican, I think he would be very much upset by what he sees. You know? That's true. I mean, look at, picture the way the disciples dressed. Picture the lives that they led, including Jesus. I mean, they barely wore sandals. You know, and, uh, and look, I'll even go so far as to say, I mean, there are many synagogues. Uh, when you look at the Torah, you know, you look, you, when you picture the Ark of the Covenant that uh, Moses put the Ten Commandments in, two tablets of stone with 613 commandments on it. Uh, and now you look at the Torahs that they have. You know, it takes a year to write a Torah. They're all hand-scripted. Nothing is done by machine. Uh, the uh, silver, whatever you want to call it, is very ornate. You know, a far cry from two stone tablets that went into the Ark of the Covenant. Well, who actually has the job of writing the Torah? They have scribes and rabbis that do that. It's very painstaking. Very painstaking process because, you know, they have to allow time for the ink to dry. And if there's one mistake, they can't erase it. They have to start all over again. Can oh. you imagine? It's not like a computer where you can just delete it and then do it again. And every synagogue has a... Has a Oh, they a poor synagogue may have one. Uh, most synagogues have between three and five. Now, why do they need so many? Because every week they read from another, I believe they read from another Torah, another scroll. Or they take out a different scroll when, when they have somebody, usually... Uh, 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 an elderly uh, person, somebody who is of high ranking in the community, carry the Torah, or if it's a bar or bat mitzvah, they carry the Torah. It's a big honor. Also, you know, I bet you didn't know that if you drop the Torah, and if you happen to be in attendance, the rule was that you had a fast for 40 days and 40 nights. You die. Well, you're, I would assume you're allowed water and bread, okay, some sort of sustenance. But, you know, you were supposed to fast. That's the way we could lose weight. Fast. Go on a water and bread diet. You know, they say uh, you only need for 21 days, everything shuts down. Uh, yes, I've heard that. The organs need, need water. They need some sort of food. They need... Uh, Nutrients is what they need. Yeah. They need nutrients. Uh, that's why, you know, when you're in the hospital and if you're not allowed to have 
solid food, you know, they give you sugar water to keep your electrolytes up. Yep. That's all we need is more sugar. Well, okay. Uh, well, we pushed it to 45 minutes, ladies and gentlemen. And okay, wait a second. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. I there's nothing on there. Give, give you me a minute. minute. Oh, give me a minute. Oh, okay. Give me a minute. At least somebody realizes we're struggling. <laughs> we can always count on her. Thank you very much. She has become our favorite caller. Yeah. Matter of fact, uh... because she's got a cute laugh. She's got an electric laugh. Yep. Anyway, so uh, I think the uh, churches and just like the the churches, look just like what's his name uh, and all those billionaires, they're taking half of their wealth. Oh, uh, Buffett and Gates. Sure, because they know that they certainly. First of all. Uh, Warren Buffett has children who are grown. Bill Gates has children who, well, right now they're probably in their 20s. I think they, you know, because they started this years ago. But he wants to leave them comfortable, but he wants to leave them with a sense of purpose, you know, to know that they they have to work. Well, listen, if he has $10 billion and he gives away $5 billion, the kids still got five billion between all of them. Not a big, not a big, not a big problem. That's very true. And if the church gave up half of their wealth to help feed the poor, and well, uh, don't forget, right now the church is supporting two popes. Really? Well, they're supporting Benedict and uh, Francis. Well. You know, Pope Benedict wears the ruby red slippers because he hasn't given them up. I think Pope Francis wears Skechers. Yeah, he doesn't want to wear those boots. No, I think he wears Skechers. Hello there. Hello. Okay, so I have a cute laugh, huh? Yes, you do. And you sound like you lost your voice over New Year's. No, I lost my voice today. Today, from, from from this damn cough, it's so annoying. It's getting ridiculous now. Is it in your chest? I think it is now because I'm finally coughing. When I'm coughing, I'm coughing up. Before I wasn't coughing anything; it was a dry cough. Um, <clears throat> but I get every now and then I get these coughing fits where I'm actually choking, but I'm coughing. I, I can feel it all breaking up. So this might be the end of it, hopefully. Do you have um, a stethoscope at home? No, not really. I mean, if you want to consider children's play stethoscopes, but other than that, no. Because you could actually listen... And hear the rumbling inside, and when you breathe, you know you can you can feel, you know the the uh, the water, the congestion. Well, 
I'm actually taking, she has a doctor's appointment tomorrow. Um, so you just gave me an idea. I think I'm going to ask her doctor to check my chest. I think you should. I think because, I will. You know, <laughs> once, well, that's a good idea. Once, once it hits your chest, you know, you really got to be very careful. Yeah, I know. But I, I like I said, I think it's I I think it's the end of it, cause um, she Samantha also had a very very bad cough where we couldn't even give her anything, cause uh, the doctor said there was nothing to do. It was a drip that she had, so <clears throat> that's nothing. What? Well, there's actually medicine you can you you can take for a post nasal drip. Usually before you go to sleep. Oh, I didn't know that. And it, it helps you while you sleep so that, you know, you don't feel that drip that's going to wake you up. I'll look into all that. Because it's, like I said, it's getting annoying now. It's getting ridiculous. Um, And I just can't deal with it anymore. I was hoping to keep that in 2014, but it decided to come with me in 2015. Uh, Samantha sounds like she's having a lot of fun. What is she doing? (laughs) Believe it or not, she wants to go on the radio, and I told her no. So she was was chasing me around the apartment. How old is she? She's seven. Say, uh, put her on. Tell her we'll say hi to her. Tell him you're talking to Santa Claus. Felix is Santa Claus. Oh, no, I can't bring Santa Claus up. No, no, I can't. She she asked me something last night, and um, I'm beginning to think now she doesn't believe in it anymore. No, 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 don't do that. If she wants to I say think... hello to us. Mm. Right now, I think she's, she went back into the living room, so she must be playing. And this is, I, I'm giving her free time. This is the la- her last weekend to stay up late because she goes back to school on Monday. So I'm letting her do whatever she wants. And I think tomorrow is going to be all about her. I told her after the doctor's appointment, I'm going to take her somewhere, spend the day with her, um, let her do whatever she wants. Because that's it. Monday's back to the grind for her. She's got to go back to getting into a routine, her homework. Um, well, she also has a science, pro- science project to do. I completely forgot about that. Oh, my goodness. Those last-minute science projects are terrible. Well, she's grade. actually she's going to be in a science fair at the end of this month. So they all they got notices a couple of weeks ago about it, and I asked her what she wants to do or what, you know, what could she do? Because they don't allow them to do certain things anymore. Like you can't do a volcano that erupts. You can't. You can't do anything that's messy or anything that explodes. Well, that's because everybody used to do that volcano with the right. seltzer and baking soda or something. You know, baking powder. Yeah, they don't. They don't let you do that anymore. <laughs> so she said she wanted to do something with the planet. So other than that, you know. Um. So how was everybody's New Year? It was good. 
We're all doing fine. We didn't do anything. That's good. All right, I'm going back into my hole. Hold on one second. What is your contributions? Okay, I'm back. What did you do for New Year's? Um, I went to a house party. I have a friend that I know since um 13, 14, and um, uh, we just hung around. We ordered in, um, had some wine, champagne when the ball dropped. Uh, sat up and watched the odd couple because they had the odd couple marathon. That's and, right, they did. Um, yeah, <clears throat> and um, pretty much that was it. And then I couldn't fall asleep the whole night. I was up the whole entire night. Well, you know, we're watching TV. We're taking confessions, <laughs> but it doesn't sound like you did anything wrong either, June, on New Year's Eve. No. no, no. I mean, I love, I love being with with my friends, especially my friends from way back when. I mean, it's we're more like family. Uh, we reminisce about the years before, and um, um, <clears throat> my uh, my friend couldn't wait, or actually, I couldn't wait for 2014 to end for him because he just. Uh, went through a divorce, um, and it was really sudden. His uh, his ex-wife just sprung it on him in March that she wanted a divorce after 22 years. And wow. um, yeah, I mean, it, they know each other for a long time, and they have two children. Two he didn't, one. He didn't, what? He didn't suspect anything. No, nobody did. She just out of the clear blue said I want a divorce and he wasn't going to fight it and it was the fastest divorce I ever seen I mean she asked for the divorce in March and I think in August or October it was finalized well if it's uncontested and if they agree on how they're going to split whatever it is they amassed as a couple you know, if you're splitting everything down the middle, there's really nothing to complain about. I mean, if they were married 22 years, they must have children that are late teens, maybe 20, you know. They have they have a son that just turned 20 and another one that just turned 11. 11? Wow. Yeah. Oh, they have some late fun, huh? So who, uh, yeah. who's going to... Who's getting custody of the uh, 11-year-old? They, they share him. I mean, the good thing is they um, they left at, at good terms. I mean, everything was split down the line, as you said. Um, he moved out of the house, and he bought a condo right around the corner. I mean, basically, when you walk out of his house, you see his old house. So, well, you know, it's very... It's, it's, it's very it's very rare that uh you know unless you were able to save a lot of money you know uh if she's keeping the house which obviously she is you know I mean look he still has 
a share of the house if and when it's sold. You know, no, she, she bought him out. She bought him outright. So she gave him whatever was due to him, and that money he used to buy his condo. To buy the condo, and okay, he that wanted, makes sense. Right, and he wanted to be stay close enough to where he was able to see his two kids. So, <clears throat> I mean, <clears throat> his youngest son is there all the time. Um, he gets him every other weekend and every Tuesday and Thursday, and pretty much after school, he goes there anyway. So, I mean, he's he's got a good deal. I feel bad for him, though. I mean, it, I, being married for so many years, I mean, just to, like, all of a sudden say, I want a divorce, I mean, it's unethical and uncanny. Um now, my friend also has a lot of physical problems, and I think she got to the point where she didn't want to take she care of him anymore or be responsible. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. He, he doesn't really tell me much about it. I see he's hurt. But the one thing that I told him right before the ball dropped, or even before, even before New Year's Eve, I told him, I said, come December 31st, there's going to be changes. I said, you are going to become a better person. You're going to stop wallowing. Um, I I know it's hard, and I'm here for you. Um, you got a lot of people here for you, um, and you're going to look forward and not look back. And once that ball dropped, I I said to him, I said, that's it. It's over. We're looking forward now. Look forward and let it be. And he just gave me a look like if looks can kill, I would have been dead by now. But he knew. He understood. And he's like, you know what? You're right. I said, I know I'm right. Did the wife ever give him a reason as to why she asked for the divorce? Yeah. She said uh, his He's not well physically, so she couldn't take all of his ailments, I guess. That's what I'm thinking. Um, and I've noticed through the through the past couple of years that he has been getting a little worse and worse. I mean, he's, <clears throat> he's 48. I think he just turned 46. And... Um, I don't really know to, I, I don't really understand his ailments. Um, I know that he's on disability. He can't work anymore. Um, there are times when I look at him, he looks like he's about to have a stroke. Um, and I think it's something hereditary. Uh, he's on a million pills for the rest of his life. And... Mm. He's gotten to the point in the past couple of years, too, where he doesn't want to get off the couch. Like, he'll go out, but, I mean, he won't go out like he used to. And uh, it saddens me sounds because like, this this guy is like a brother to me. I mean, we grew up sounds together. Like chronic, and sounds like chronic fatigue. I don't know what it is. I mean, he had a great job, too. He, he was, like, working for a Fortune 500. I mean, he was traveling all the time, making money. Um, and then one day it just, like, that was it. He turned into a whole different person. 
But I told him, I said, that's it. I said, you're getting off the couch this year. You're going to go out more often. I said, if I have to throw you off the couch physically, I will. I said, I don't want to see you, you know, turn into this nothing person. I said, because that's not, that's not who you are. He used to be the life of the party. I mean, he was he was unstoppable when we were growing up. That's what, that's what they say about Felix, but I don't believe it. What? <laughs> that you were unstoppable. Oh, yeah. You were a real stud. Oh, yeah. <laughs> People used to hammer me all the time. And he's very, he was very smart. I mean, here's a kid that, and I'm not joking when I say this, he started high school at the age of 12. What? At the age of 12? At the age of 12, he started high school. That's how smart he was. I think I think Felix got added a third grade at the age of twelve. Isn't that what he's supposed to? Oh, eleven maybe. Hmm. So what is it? Age twelve? So he graduated out of high school when he was sixteen. Sixteen. Not bad. I was you should 17. tell you should tell her about your uh, your brother-in-law's daughter. She's 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 thirteen. She's going to she's going to college. How old is she? She's the next Doogie. She's the next Doogie Howser. What? You don't remember the show Doogie Howser from way back when? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh sure, Neil Patrick Harris. Neil Patrick Harris. He was a prodigy. Um, he went to. His character was in college at such a young age. Graduated medical school at 20, I think. No, I think he was younger than that. I don't know. But anyway, she, uh, he, uh, she's going to college. It's just They have 100 people on this program, 100 kids that went on this program. And uh, I don't know. But, you know, the funny thing is I thought it would be a uh, program. They pay for it. I'm surprised. You know, I thought we'd look at real high IQ kids, you know, so they get free education. It's like a free scholarship. Nothing is free anymore. Yeah. Hey, listen, it used say, to be, I mean, some, some, some uh, colleges still have it, but most did away with it. You know, if you were an employee of the college, in any capacity, your children could go for free. Right. You know, the only thing the only thing that you had to pay was room and board if they lived on campus. But if it was a commuting school, they paid for the tuition and they paid for the books. You know. Right, and that's my biggest fear when uh she gets older. I mean, I wanted to go to college and I wanna go I want her to go to the schools and I I know <clears throat> I'm not gonna be able to afford it and hopefully she'll get some kind of scholarship. Well, if she's bright enough, and if things fall her way, I mean, you're a single mother raising her. I mean, I don't know about your ex-husband, you know, uh, you know, what he might, you know, uh, what obligation he might have, you know, towards sending her to school. But uh, you stand a very good chance, you know, of uh, getting grant money. Right. 
Yeah. I mean, I have well, time yeah. for that, though. I mean, well, yeah, I have ten years. Don't worry about it now. That. Right you now, you gotta get have, your own right life now, straightened out. Right, right now, I have. This is a big year for for us here, um, especially for her. Um, in five months, she receives her first communion, so I have to start planning her party and, you know, getting her things, you know, her, her dress and did you shoes to, and all that. Did you, happen to mention, did you happen to mention it to uh, Cardinal Dolan? You know, maybe he'll be in the neighborhood when uh, she has her confirmation. They're, they're actually thinking about, they're, if you know, again, they have to see what his plans are. But, yeah, no, they want they want him to come. And there's a good chance that he might. Well, I, I know somebody might. who could stand in. You know, Felix could stand in, you know. He's an esoteric minister. I think they already have a backup. No offense, Felix. That's okay. Don't worry about it. I don't believe in organizing. I'm trying. I'm trying to drum up business for the poor guy. You know. Uh, I don't believe in what is it? Roman Catholic Church. Roman Catholic, yeah. That's what I was born as, but I don't believe in the Roman Catholic Church. I think they spend too much money on themselves and too little on the poor. Tell me what organization doesn't. I don't. Okay. Let me rephrase that then. Um, Felix Felix does unto others before he does unto himself. Let's put it that way. I see. Yeah. Yeah, now this is, 2015 is a big, big year. I got so much this year going on between weddings and births and people turning 50. I have a sister that's turning 50 in a couple of months, so we're going to throw her something big. Um, and then I was talking to my friends, um, just the other day and I realized this is our last year of our forties. Next year. Well, we don't have time. Wait a second. I, I think if you listen very carefully, you can hear a rendition of hearts and flowers. You know, somebody on a violin playing hearts and flowers for you. No, no, I'm just saying it's just weird. I mean, well, when I was younger, I couldn't wait to get older. And now that I'm older, I wish I was younger. Well, you know, old older, I won't say old, but older people love to ask kids what they want to be when they grow up because they're still looking for ideas, mm-hmm. you know. I know I used to tell my students that when we would have... Uh, career day. I mean, I always wore a suit anyway, because I had a second job. I worked in a bank. But uh, <laughs> I always wore a suit. And they would say, why are you so dressed up? So usually the first question is, am I going to a funeral? And I said, no. But on career day, I said, uh, you kidding? I said, I'm looking for a real job. I want to impress somebody. You know? Well, let me ask you something. With all seriousness, you said that you used to go to work in a suit. You used to, when you taught you went to work in a suit. And I'm assuming you're talking way back when, right? Not of course not recently. But well, way back I have when there were dress codes for teachers. They had to be in suits. 
Well, they they weren't they weren't dressed know. down like they are today. I don't remember any of my teachers wearing. No, I'm lying to your face. I do. My I had a couple of English teachers that were dressed down, but for the most part, all the other ones were dressed like the older teachers were all. Oh, listen, dressed. I used to. Not only did I wear a suit, but I was a bit more svelte in those days, and I used to wear a three-piece suit. I used to wear a vest. You know, um, I used to have a separate wardrobe. I used to have wool suits for the winter, okay, and much lighter suits for the spring. You know, so I actually had two wardrobes. You know, on a rare occasion, I would wear slacks, a shirt and tie, and a sport jacket. But most of the time, it was a suit. Uh. People used to come up to me if I was in the lobby and think I was the principal. (laughs) I would I would say no. I'm the janitor. <laughs> well, they made the best money. They could afford to wear those suits. Yeah. When, did you, when was the last year you taught? Two thousand and three. Two thousand and three. Eleven years ago. It seems like an eternity. <clears throat> Shoot, two thousand and three. What was I doing? I can't even. Oh, I I know what I was doing. I just started a new career. I went into promotional products. Promotional products? Mm-hmm. I did that for a number of years. That was my favorite My favorite industry was that, that and the fashion industry, but more promotional products because um, it, just, it just enticed me, intrigued me. Was that Plus in the fact that I used to get all the free samples. Was that in Florida? No, here. Okay. I I only I went to Florida in 2010. It was five years ago this May coming up that I went to Florida and I stayed yeah. there for a little over two years and then came home. Where were you on the West Coast? No, I was on the East Coast, <laughs> and I hated it. I think the West Coast well, is much better than the East Coast. Well, it depends. <laughs> depends what you're looking for. The West Coast has a lot of um, conservatives, shall we say. Okay. The East Coast, you have more liberals. Um, and, you know, you have, you have more Republicans on the West Coast. Well, I think also the fact that I used to go to the West Coast all the time because that's where my grandparents lived when they retired and they moved to Florida. They lived in uh, St. Petersburg, and every summer I would go down there. And um, I guess because I was used to the area, and <clears throat> I never went to the East Coast until I moved there in 2010. And to me, it just, unless you were born there, You'd you'd have to like it. Um, I, I Miami didn't impress me like like I thought it would. Um, I mean it, I mean it's it's up and lively. I mean it's very um, entertaining, but it just wasn't for me. And I also think because I was so heartbroken that I didn't want to move and I had no choice. And like 
physically I was there, but mentally and my heart just wasn't there. It was back here, and I couldn't wait to get back home. And you know, I I. Well, what brought what there. brought you down to Florida? What brought you down to Florida in the first place in 2010? Well, back then when I was happily up with the married. Fact that you got, what? I said back then when I thought I was happily married, my loving uh, ex's uh, job moved down there, and uh, the whole company went. And he was like, we're moving. And I was like, I'm not. You can go. But he put my back against the wall. I had no choice. And uh, I ended up moving down there. And I told him, I said, I will try it. I'll give it a shot. And I gave it a year. And I was like, I want to go home. And he was like, give it one more year, please. And I said, all right. And I said, that's it. If after this year I'm not happy, whether you want to come with me or not, I'm going back. And um, I, you know, I I didn't stay at home and mope around. I didn't have an unhappy face. You know, I, I got out there, I, I worked, I had a job. Um, I met up with friends that I knew from my childhood. I even met friends that, you know, I met, what you know, living there. But it just wasn't the same. I was not happy. And I said, I'm not renewing the lease. I'm going home. And if you want to come with me, you come. If not, hasta la vista, sign the papers, and, you know, that's it. And I actually came up here before he did. He decided he wanted to finish out the year, and I agreed with him. I thought he shouldn't leave his job yet because he was um, a trader in commodities. He traded crude oil. So he told his boss that, you know, I was leaving and he was thinking about leaving. And his boss said, you know what, I'm going to do one better for you. I'm going to do you a favor. He says, I'm going to let you go, and I'm going to pay you for it. So he gave him severance, plus he let him go on unemployment. Um, and then he came up here, and uh, that's the reason why I went to Florida. What does he do now? He works at Perkins because he can't get any other job. Works at where? In Perkins. He's a server. I mean, I can't... I, one thing I can't be mad at him about is um, he's not one that'll sit around and not work. I mean, it's to him, he feels demo, very demoted because he had such a great job, but <laughs> his job is gone. I mean, <clears throat> the commodities market is not like it used to be. Um, a lot of people that he knows when he worked up here at the exchange, because that's how he started out. He was a reporter for uh, the Mercantile, and he started when he was 18 years old. And he worked at the Mercs for uh, almost 17 years. Um, everybody lost their job. There's There's no floor anymore here. It's all in Chicago, or it's all through the banks. You know, everybody's doing day trading, or companies are just doing it on their own. They're not going through 
the commodities exchange at all. So his job just pretty much faded out. And um, he just recently took the test for um, a county clerk. Is it county clerk? I don't know, something something with the courts. And he's waiting to hear back from it. Court reporter? Huh? Court he reporter? Was a, he was a reporter. No, he was a reporter on for the commodity for uh, the mercantile exchange. He worked in every ring. Well, you know what test possible. I think? I think the test that was given most recently was uh, the test for uh, a court officer. You know, the guy who That's would it. sit there in That's uniform. That's what he went for. Yeah. Right. But he's he's it's a great job. It's a great job. Yeah, he just has to wait to hear for it, and I, you know, I wish him a lot of luck, and I hope, and I hope he gets it. Um, no one he's going to find out. I was, I was at BJ's gassing up and guy next to, this goes back a few months, quite a few months, back to October. And the guy next to me was in a uniform and it's a court officer. And I asked him about it and he said, he's been doing it for many, many years. And I said, well, I understand they opened up another test. He said, that's because there are a lot of people when he started that are retiring now. He said, but he said, you know, if you don't get in with this wave, he said, good luck to you because your name could be on a list for many years. You exactly. Know, that's, that's, of, what I, it, that's what he was told, too. You know, it's the kind of job where uh, once you get this job, nobody leaves. Nobody leaves because you're really not killing yourself. They train you like they would train a police cadet, but not as, you know, uh, you don't get all all the training involved but you know you learn how to use a gun and everything because you have to you know you wear one and right. how to con- control crowds and everything and blah 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 but you know usually you're sitting there i mean and for the most part you're just listening to these trials you know and and that's it you don't go you don't hit the bad weather no, because well, I'm you're thinking inside. that he has you know. one disadvantage, and it might be his age. And I know that they don't do that because of, uh, just you know, he. No, that... I mean, he's he's up there. I mean, he's how old is he? I think he's going to be forty-six this year. So I mean, I think they're going to take someone younger than someone older because let's face it, if he does so, get the. Yeah, but if he gets the job, let's say they hire him, he's got twenty. What has he got? Like twenty years to go. Then he but retires. It goes, these are one of the things where it goes strictly by your score. It has nothing to do with age or anything. You know, uh, if you score higher than somebody who's thirty, and your number comes up, you are going to get the job. Now, can you pass oh. the physical? That's another right, thing. right. Passing. Yeah, exactly. Oh, he's—that's so one thing, you know. Um, you know, I may, I may say I, things I remember about when him. we when. What? No, I was going to say, you know, you know, I may put him down and say things about him, but one thing—he's a healthy guy. I never saw a guy this healthy before in my life. Well, as I said, it's. it's uh, I'd love to have my son go and do that. You don't need a college degree. That's right. You don't. The benefits are good. The pay is almost yeah. <laughs> benefits are awesome. I mean, I I wish I I do wish him a lot of luck on it. I mean, you could apply for that job too. Nah, I don't see myself doing that. 
Hey, what were you doing robbing the cradle? That's what I want to know. <laughs> He's only well, three years younger than me. I could see if it was well, less then, than that. Look at it this way. When you were 13, he was 10. <laughs> right. I could have been his babysitter. That's right. Yep. Um... Oh, when you're nine, I've gone out with I've gone out with guys seven. I've gone out with guys my age I've gone out with guys older than me I had my my um my ex fiance the one that passed away he was eleven years older than me so I've I've done it all you know older my age younger I mean I don't look at I mean I don't look at age to a point I do Eight. um but I mean age if is only you're a if you're a down-to-earth person, you got both feet on the ground, and you impress me, you know, I, I, I look at it that way. I, I take the person on the inside, not the outside, and if, if, you know, if you're good to me, you make me happy, you're in my, you know, you're in my life. Anyway, it sounds like your daughter must have gone to sleep. No, she's actually <laughs> she's playing chef. She um she cut up some peppers and she's um I don't know, she's playing she's playing a cooking show. I have no idea. Well, you know what you should do? I think when you hang up, I think you should take some tomato sauce or something similar. Fry up the peppers, onions, put a little tomato sauce in it, and then tomorrow make some pasta. And it's like, that's her meal. You know, she made it. You know, she can tell everybody that she's eating her the, a dinner that she actually prepared. <coughs> that's another thought. Well, you're giving me such great thoughts today, tonight. Well, thank you. That's what the show is meant to do. You're, uh, you said your husband is a server? Yeah, I thought he works in a restaurant. In a what? Restaurant. restaurant. A restaurant. Well, you know, that's a living. I think Felix said he delivered pizzas to him a few times here at uh, from Domino's, you know? <laughs> Felix is always ordering from Domino's. I am? Well, we'll tell me what Domino's is when you're here. That's true. <laughs> It's the only thing open. Yeah. Maybe turn my stomach. And listen, I give him I give him a lot of credit for the simple reason that some people, you know, after having certain jobs, you know, will say, "Oh, I I I can't do that. I wouldn't lower myself to do that." You know. Exactly. And And in a way, that's that's I give him credit for that. That's a big problem with um, public assistance. You know, people who are just about at the tail end of their, uh, you know, unemployment insurance and everything. And uh, they say, well, why should I do a job like that when I can get almost the same thing by sitting home? You know. what the Republicans say. You're a Republican at heart. No, I'm not. Believe me, when it comes to people, (laughs) people that deserve it, you know, I'm, I'm happy for them. But, you know, when you know you can get a job and you have this, pride that you're going out there and actually earning a salary, you know, um, 
And Felix well, always he, likes the point. Before he did to, this uh, one, he came back when he came back from Florida. My brother-in-law got him a job um, doing something with trees. Um, I forget what it's uh, like. They they knock they knock down the trees. Johnny they cut Appleseed. down the trees, whatever. It's some kind of tree service. And he really okay, really liked yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, tree trimmers. You know, yeah, when trees yeah, yeah, grow around like uh, and, uh, electrical lines and everything. Right. Oh, yeah. And he loved it. He had a ball doing it. But then the boss had got got into a serious accident, and um, he he just, like, shut his company down. So he lost his job, and um, he... Is another friend said, "Listen, I can get you in at Perkins." He actually, his friend owns Perkins. He owns the the three Perkins on Staten Island. So he offered him the job, and he took it. And they just offered him to be manager of one of the stores, but he turned it down. And I don't, I don't blame him because I mean, you have to be on call at all times. I know it's like a it's just like a seven-day-a-week thing, and if the alarm goes off, and if you're the closest, they call you. Right, you know. and also, you don't know. They may call you to be at one of the other stores, and you'd have to jump and be there. And he's like, I can't do that. He's like, I, I'll have I'll have no time for myself. And I was like, listen, you know, I, I understand that. You know, you got to do what you got to do. I mean, yeah, it would have been salary, and he would have been making a little more money, but <clears throat> you don't get overtime. And he he's like, when would I ever see my kid? You know, he's like, I won't see my daughter. I said, no, you got, you know, you you got to take a step down. At you know, don't take it. I understand completely. Well, look, at least you seem very loyal to your daughter. I'm sorry. He seems very loyal to your daughter. Um, I yes, no, he is. I mean, I do at times have a struggle with him at certain things. I mean, I think it's the norm when you're going through uh, separation and you know about to go through a divorce that it gets complicated, you know, financially. Um, I mean, it's, again, it's the norm through it. But um, all in all, like, if I if I ask him or if I need him for her, he'll be there. You know, if I say, listen, I need you to, to take her to school or I need you to pick her up from school, um, I'm having a hard time with her. Can you help me? He'll be there. I mean, there are times when he gives me a struggle with it and tell me, no, I can't do it. Um, and I'll be like, but that's your daughter. You know, I start give, giving him the guilt trip, and he'll be like, all right, fine, you know. Or he'll tell me no, and then the next morning he'll show up and say, all right, I'll take her to school. Um, but other than that, yeah, I think he's – I mean, listen, he loves his, his daughter. I mean, it's his pride and joy. You know, it's the only – kid he has he doesn't have yeah. any other children um my i mean he's been married once before <clears throat> but he was only married for like eight or nine months so there was no kids in that um marriage um and uh she she loves him 
And I don't blame her. I mean, it's her father. Yes. Anyway, uh, you had mentioned you might have something that's going to start listening to our show a little bit. Huh? Yeah. You should talk about a friend of yours that was listening to our show, might be interested in calling in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was at, um, when I was at work the other day, I don't know, I don't remember how we got into the conversation, but I told him about the show. And he's very into, into these type of shows. I mean, he listens to to other uh, shows. Um, so I gave him the website. And I didn't even, I, I said, he told me that he would listen today and maybe call in. But then again, I said to myself, it's New Year's weekend. I mean, I'm sure yeah, he's no, no, doing something. Just, yeah. But, um, yeah, no, no, he seemed very interested when I was telling him about it. Bad show to listen to today anyway. The beginning was pretty boring today. Hey, yeah, if it wasn't for Elisa, we'd really be uh, in bad shape. Yeah. yeah we just... Always a good thing I'm when your you savior. Call. I I am yeah, I am right. your um oh what is it I can't think tonight are, all of a sudden you are Jesus Christ did you uh, listen to the beginning of the show I'm your saint there you go You're I am saint. your saint did you listen to the beginning of the show or you just started yeah as a matter of fact I did that that um the song the first song that you play the the little kid that's singing that just yeah. Right, brings my heart down. I love that song. Yeah. You know, that was Felix as uh, before his voice started to change. <laughs> it actually reminds me of not the song itself, but the the little kid that's singing it. Um, when was it? In the late eighties, when. The little, when they killed that little girl. Oh, I can't remember yeah, the names. I'm drawing blanks tonight all of a sudden, guys. I have no no brain tonight. Um, Lisa, the little girl's name was Lisa. The father, wasn't the father like a lawyer or something? Oh, Jean-Benet Ramsey? Yeah. No, not Jean-Benet Ramsey. The one from New York. The one where oh, they, they... The, uh... Why can't I think of it now? But anyway, there was a song that, that they made for that little girl. And it sound, the voice sounds like the one that sang it. Well, what it reminds me of when I listen to him sing is uh, Dickens' Oliver in the movie yes! and the play Oliver Twist. When the kid comes up and says, please, sir, I want some more. You know, yes. that's who he reminds me of. That is true. You, you know, now now Felix goes up and begs for more, but the guy takes one look at him and says, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> Have you ever heard Millie? What's, what's, what's Millie's song? Which one? Millie. Oh, Millie. Yeah, you have to play Millie for her. Did you ever hear, hear Millie? Millie? Millie's like uh, a 92-year-old no. woman. Here, listen, we're going to put it on now just for you. Okay. You'll enjoy it, I think. I got to put my glasses But the kid on. is better, I got to tell you. Well, the kid is different. It's a little different, exactly. Was, 
still over here. Where are you, Millie? Millie's, um, Millie's out to lunch. Yes, oh, may I help you? They don't know. Come on. Okay. You there? I'm here. I'm listening. Okay. Here's Millie. You're Millie? I'm Millie Akaboni. As I awaken each morning, I am surprised and happy because I am still here after 92 years. I talk to God or sometimes to Mother Nature or to Creator of all things. It's all the same to me, but mostly to God because way back then it was only God. I give thanks for another day on this beautiful and mysterious planet. My first prayer is for my children and grandson. Thank you, God, for their very good health, and may they always have love, compassion, and laughter. Throughout the day, I give thanks for many, many things as they happen. I ask for help as I hear a crying, hurting dog as I hear and see threats of an oncoming storm, as I hear of a sick neighbor, and as I drive by a curled-up man lying on the street. My day is filled with prayers. Each night I sit on my bed and give thanks for the past day. I ask for these people killing wars to end and for the military to return home to loved ones. And I pray they can live a good life, a healthy life, regardless of the horrible memories of war. And please, God, may we not have future wars. I pray at this time especially May our politicians be more worthy of the titles and positions they hold. I feel each contributor to this book is a link in the chain of world love, a chain with no end. Many thanks, and always, my unconditional love. That's for you, Elisa. Thank you. What do you think of her? She just made me think of my grandmother, to be honest. She sounded just like her. Um, She's amazing. I don't know what else to say. Incredible to live that old. We all do. And uh, I want to be as... uh... Articulate with well, that age just, also. 
just remind Samantha that uh, you know if if you're going to be 92, okay, um, she's going to be something. Let me see. 92, 34, 34. Uh, she'll be in her close to 50, okay, or thereabouts. Right. She'll probably be almost your age. Right. You know. Anyway, we're going to go. We're going to. It's just about time to cut the show off anyway. I think Elisa should rest her voice. She won't cough so much. But, uh, Yes, Alisa must try to get some sleep because I haven't gotten sleep in the past couple of days. Again, I was up last night watching TV. I just couldn't sleep. Okay. An old family recipe. Hot tea with a shot of scotch. Well, but before well we I have the tea. Up, I don't have the scotch. I got something else. Oh, well, you could put in tequila, I guess. Or I don't have tequila This is a good religious song. It's very short. Good, thank you. 
Oh, wait a second. All right, I got the school. craziest New Year's story for you, man. We're all ears. Okay, let me just grab this other call. They'll be listening also. And... Oh, yeah, hey. hello, who's this? Hello, hello? who's calling? Yeah. Hi, uh, this is Jake. Who's this? Hey, Dave. Dave, okay, no, we Jake. got Kevin on, and he wants to tell us a funny story. What's going on, Kevin? All right, so last night I was strolling out, just looking for anything I could, and all of a sudden I saw an Apache attack helicopter in the window. And at that moment I knew that I sexually identify as an attack helicopter. Ever since I was a boy, I dreamed of soaring over the oil fields, dropping hot, sticky loads on disgusting foreigners. You know, people say to me that a person being a helicopter is impossible, and I'm fucking retarded, but I don't care. I'm beautiful. I'm having a plastic surgeon install rotary blades, 30-millimeter cannons, and an AMG-114 Hellfire missile on my body. From now on, I want you guys to call me Apache and respect my right to kill from above and kill needlessly. You can't accept me. You're a heliphobe, and you need to check your vehicle privilege. Thank you for being so understanding. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, All no right. problem. Hey, Dave, what are you doing Dave, you there? Dave? Is he still there? Oh, you didn't hang up. Alicia, you still there? Dave! Um, I'm still here. Dave. Shut up, whore. No one wants to hear that shit, fucking cunt. Alright, <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> uh, let's try to keep it clean, gentlemen. All right, my bad. Is this you and David Buddies? Is that it? Who now? Oh, we got a... Yeah, I'm an attack a, helicopter. I don't have many friends. The, uh, what's that? I'm an attack helicopter. Friend? I don't have many friends. And, okay. And who's this now? Who just got on the line? Hello? Hello, Dave. We got Kevin. Who else we got in line? Hello? It's not Hello? Kevin. I said to you that I prefer to be called Apache, please. Oh, okay. We got Apache. We got Dave. And who's the last Thank one you. on? Hello? Is, am I on? Yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. on. Who's this? I'm Sam. Sam, Sam. I am. Okay. Okay, Sam. All right. Hey, boy. <laughs> what's happening, Sam? What? Did you say what's happening? Oh, not much. Yeah, of um, Feeling here with my niggers. Hey, Sam. All right. Hi. What's your name? You guys know each other, right? You're all pal? Are you all friends? I'm taking a wicked piss outside, man. I'm sorry. I was lying, actually. My name's not Sam. It's Lenny. Wait, hold on, guys. I have a fart. Did you hear All my right, part? Guys. Yeah, I'm afraid to say yes, but I did. Oh, can you smell it? No, unfortunately, uh, fortunately not. All right. My toes are wet from all that pee. I use paper towels right. to wipe them off. All right, Who, who's that, Apache? Yeah, this is Apache, I'm still here. Cut him. 
Hey, uh, I have a question, a serious question. Yeah. How do magnets work? What? How do magnets work? You understand it? Repeat yourself. How do magnets how, work? How do magnets work? Based upon attraction. Tell you, I am not a science person. Oh. What do you do? What? What do you do? What do I do for a job? Yeah. Oh, uh, well, I'm a nigger, so, you know, there's not much I can do with, like, you know, I, I, I can't do many jobs. Really? Oh. I steal things mostly. All right, listen, guys. I'm going to be cutting you guys off. I'm sorry, but adios. No, don't. Lisa, you still there? Lisa, you still there? I'm still here. I was about, I was texting you, Felix. Yeah, well. Um, Those guys are just, like, scaring me. Yeah, well, apologies for, uh, you know, they're obviously all together, and it's the, their version of, a phony phone call, you yeah. know. I mean, I just oh. like totally froze on when the first guy froze. I mean, I was like, do I hang up? Do I? What do I do? I just like, just went totally, totally numb. Well, I, mean, I know I'm on the radio, but they, you know, they don't know who I am or who who you guys are. But that that, I I know it's like freedom of speech and all, but you know what? There are certain no. things that. You can say, and certain things you don't say, and use your head, use your brain. I mean, especially with oh, what's is, going on in the world today. They no, sounded like a... if if they were uh, eighteen or nineteen, they were old. You know, I mean, they. Uh, <coughs> what, what, you know, what can I say? They're trying to get back on, and we're just not picking up. Right. Yeah, so they can listen all they want, but they're not going to get on the show. Maybe they should text me on the text. Go ahead, it's, text still, it's still uncalled for. It's it's um beyond rude. Well, you know, it's one of those things where uh, they can't see us, we can't see them. Right. Uh, it's there. There are no names. You know, um, so they can do and say anything they want. You know, uh, I remember when I first got on the computer, I logged into a philosophy site. And I said, I think, you know, now you have to understand that this would be between people who are being totally honest. Because let's face it, you could say that you're six feet or six three and weigh 185 and you've got a head of hair and everything and meanwhile you're sitting there in your underwear and your belly's hanging out you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. but for people who want honesty you know if, if people are being honest I think the computer is the best way to really fall in love because you know as a visual people the first thing we see is what someone looks like. And if someone is not pleasing to the eye, usually you don't give them a second glance. Right. Okay. 
But the bottom line is you don't know what the person is like on the inside, and you could be missing a hell of a lot because you are a visual animal. And right. Which, uh, you don't think that somebody's worth your time because of what they look like. Right. You know? And that, that's what I, you know, when I said earlier, I don't look at a person from the outside. Listen, I don't consider myself beautiful. I don't consider myself ugly either. How I look and what I, you know, how I look to others, you know, everybody has their their own opinion on how somebody looks. And, you know, there are people that are shallow enough to say, well, I don't like you because of what you look like on the outside. But yet that person who may be what they think is tedious, and I don't say that, you know, I'm just saying that generally that person on the inside could be the greatest individual and you know, that, you know I, it, it could be the it it could be the person that you're really looking for okay right. you know it's it's exactly it like, like i said i don't look for the person i don't look to your looks i look beneath the skin and that's what <clears throat> that's what everybody should do you should look beneath the skin because that could be the person that you could be spending the rest of your life with. That could be the person that makes you happy. Um, everybody has faults. You know, everybody makes mistakes. And a mistake is a lesson learned to go on to the next journey of your life. <clears throat> Very true. Is anybody here from Connecticut? Why? Huh? We Am have I a on? 203. Yeah, you're on. Oh, okay. Here we go. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to defend myself. I was one of the callers from before. Are you Kevin? I, am I, no, I'm not Kevin. I'm Lenny. Oh. Okay. I wanted to, um, are you guys ready to hear my, my little spiel, I have to say? As long as it's clean, I won't hang up. Okay, um. You sound like you're well, trying to be serious, so we're listening. Okay, well, I was just thinking that what that lady said right before me, um, I think I was uncalled for. I think that you do look at a person's outside. I think she's being ignorant, and I think, quite frankly, she's wrong. Uh, I bet she's an ugly skank, if that's what she's saying. Um, and I still All want right, to know listen, Mag- not how Magnus we're not, works. We're not, we're not here to insult anyone. Okay, all we're saying is that, and, and I said it, you know, we are a visual people, okay? And the yeah, first we are, thing we, we tend definitely. to look at, the first thing we tend to look at when we're with a bunch of strangers is you look at appearance, okay? And you tend to prejudge people. And that's all we're saying. You know, I mean, no offense to you and your friends. I mean, but I sort of... No, no, of they're not my group. friends. I don't have friends. Well, okay. I'm actually, uh, like, sobbing a little bit right now. That was pretty mean. Um, but anyways, uh, I just wanted to let you know that, um, I still don't know how magnets work. Uh, I think that your, your lady friend over there thinks she's pretty stupid. And, uh, good night. Well, you know, we wish, uh, you wouldn't pass judgment on people that you really don't know. Okay. In all honesty. He hung up. Oh, did he? Yeah. Okay. Uh, sorry about that, Elisa. That's okay. Bunch of idiots. I mean, really, you know, I, I thought he was, 
I thought he was going to be serious this time. Yeah, I, and, you know, I uh, saw one of them holding hasn't hung up yet. Well, you know, listen. Uh, in all honesty, I think you should go rest your voice and your cough. And it was great that you called. You know, we always appreciate every time you call. You know, we love oh, talking welcome. to you. We love talking to you, and don't be discouraged by people like that. What can I say? Uh, some people just like to hear themselves talk, all right? Um, you know. But anyway, you have a great weekend. Have a good start to 2015. And uh, hopefully, hopefully we will uh, speak to you next week sometime, okay? All right, well. Probably not Monday because, you know, again, it's the first day back at school and getting her into a routine again. And you're going again. back to work, so that's fine. Right, that's and I go fine. back to work. Not important. You know, just call whatever you feel like talking. Felix will try to uh, find somebody that he can uh, force to call us up, you know. <laughs> you don't need it. Look, look how this calls a week. <laughs> Well, what can I say? But anyway, listen, you have a great weekend, all right? All right, thank you. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. Who is this, Apache? Hello? Who's this? Oh, this is Jake. Jake. Another one. Yeah. Same guy from before. Did we speak to you before, Jake? Yeah, we did. Did I speak to you before and I hung up the phone? We did. Oh, you never... I'm, this is my first time on here. Well, this Hello? Our show is uh, over three minutes. Okay. What, what, what do we do? Yep. Uh, are you guys Christian well, by any chance? I'm just curious. Uh, well, well, we've got a couple of faith people here. We've got Jews, Christians. Oh, well, I want you guys to know that there's a raid going on by the Internet. And they're specifically targeting you uh, to be inappropriate on the show. And it's from a website called 4chan. And they're doing, they're trying to go on the web show and embarrass, be just be really inappropriate. So I want to give you guys a heads up on that. What is it? What's the website? 4chan.org. It's a bad website. I got to get going, but I want you guys to know that there's going to be people on here who are going to try and ruin the show. And they're targeting you guys, so give me heads up. God bless. Oh, thank you. We appreciate it very much. You're inside. Thank you. Hello, Lisa. Still there? All right, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you again for uh, listening to the show. Sorry for that late interruption by those group of uh, whatever you want to call them. And the show is just about ready to end. Thank you for listening again. And for Dr. Mark and myself, have a good night. Enjoy your evening. And uh, have a good weekend. Have a good weekend. Thank you for listening. Good night.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.